but everybody's leaving the real estate agent behind. The agent has the opportunity. So how do we make sure that everybody's in this industry actually going to be successful themselves and not just go help a bunch of clients be successful? So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Mucci. This is going to be fun. I've been talking to Jeremy, Jeremy and Matthew, but have I or not over the last little while. And uh, we were trying to pull up show notes and I'm like, Hey, what do I know about you guys ahead of time? We've been talking for probably 10 or 15 minutes about all sorts of non real estate related <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And yeah, oh, you're I my show notes. So here we go. We're going to wing it. You know, it's going to be the best show. We're just going to think positive today. Best if show. It's not, if it's not the best show, then we didn't do our jobs. That's, That's why right. we're here. Right? We failed. We're here so, to deliver. So far, these guys have made me feel so good about myself. So good about my mic quality, <laughs> my camera quality. We're ready yeah. to party. We're just being, ready to go. You being a YouTube star, getting autographs, yeah. and uh, daughter you know, loves daughter you. being super proud daughter of yeah. you. Loves me. Yeah. You guys take good notes. So, the, so who are you? So, so I'm going to start. So are your names right? At least on the, I've got Jeremy. I don't so want to. My name is Jeremy. Yes. Jeremy, what's your last name? Fust. Jeremy Fust. My name is Matt Chick. Matt Chick. Matt, He's got I the cooler name. Matt has a better name. Yeah, Matt has. I'll oh, say yeah. it again. Aaron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt has you just made name. my day. <laughs> Jeremy Fust. I kept wanting to say your last name, but then I was like, I'm not going to screw that up. So my last name is Amuchastegui. I we so, weren't going to so try. Feel, so you feel the pain. Yeah. Feel the pain. Your last name thing. We're in uh, Gilbert, Arizona. So I live out in Queen Creek. Jeremy lives in Gilbert. And we're out here uh, just doing real estate at the biggest level we possibly can and, and growing is, is extremely fast. Both been in real estate very short period of time. Have an, uh, have an agent population of about 32 agents on our team. Uh, we do a combination of investment space and regular retail. So we believe every agent should not be one dimensional. Makeup of our team is uh, we're going to do probably about 250 units this year for about 92 and a half million. Last year, we did about 72 and a half million for our 227 transactions. Uh, so we're just rocking and rolling. Team's only been around. So Impact's been around since January. Uh, last year, we were under a different name, different partnership. So me and Jeremy decided to partner up this year and things have just been taking off and it's been a blessing and phenomenal and just awesome. So growing super fast. We, we believe that the agent is uh, the number one priority. If we can take care of the agent, the agent will take care of the customer. So we're a little bit different focused where we're not really, I mean, we're focused on the customer. Don't get me wrong. I was going to say that wrong. Uh, we're definitely focused on the customer, but we believe in the core of our heart of our hearts, if we can just pour enough value into agents that are out there working with the population that they will be 100% taken care of and we have, will have done our jobs as team owners. That's awesome. So the, you guys started partnering January 2021 or January 2020? 2021. All right. So the, and you guys were both working separately before that? Jeremy was on my team before. Okay. So you said, so, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go off from this other one yep. and go. And how many agents did you say you have? As part 30, of your- so we have 32, including staff. So agents, probably 29. We have three staff. What brokerage are you with? Uh, Keller Williams, Integrity First. Keller Williams, the we've had a lot. We've had a lot of people on the podcast from all sorts of different, yeah, uh, you know, teams and things like that. Keller Williams was supposed to have an event in Austin last month, and they canceled. Yeah. So we did. Uh, there was a uh, not not a knockoff. <laughs> there was a sister event out in Vegas, about right around about five six hundred agents. We went to that. Uh, was awesome. We got to spoke on a, uh, we got to speak on a couple of stages over there about branding and marketing and, and lead gen, um, and then kind of what we're doing. So that was a, that was a blast. That was a lot of fun. So we took about uh, seven of our team over to Vegas and had an amazing time out there. So we got a, we got to experience it a little bit. But the one in Austin did get canceled. When were you in Vegas? Uh, it's like august 23rd something like that that. yeah uh remember yesterday i'm gonna be a warning to all my listeners i'm gonna be political for just a minute they were were masks back on when you were required in august oh yeah 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 sucked i I was there second or third week in july and it was the world was normal again we were in a club with thousands of people shoulder to shoulder and no one was wearing masks. I was on stage during the UFC weigh-ins. The, it was like room of 60,000 people. I could not, we did all this fun stuff. 
We came home with COVID, so the I, I will say <laughs> that is why they made everybody turn their masks back on. Me and a hundred thousand other people yeah. came oh home. Oh my gosh! And uh, <laughs> how was it? How did it affect you? Uh, Wait, so I, you're saying what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas? Right? <laughs> on Monday, my wife and I were waking up, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't feel very good, right? Like I have like a little bit of a cough, and I'm thinking from you know smoking cigars in Vegas and doing. I, I don't drink, so my unhealthy thing is when we go to Vegas, I smoke cigars the whole time, and yeah. so I'm thinking that happened. And by like, uh, so how did it affect me? Monday, I'm like, I don't feel that good. Tuesday, I I wait. I'm sitting here in this chair like this, and I'm like, I'm feeling kind of tired. And I close my eyes like this <laughs> and I wake up three hours later sitting in no the like, way oh, God, what's going on. So the first day or two felt like mono, like yeah. all I wanted to do was sleep. And then on like day four, I was up walking around and like cleaning the house again and like telling my wife to get sleep because sleeping for two days caught me up. I had a lingering cough for about three weeks. That was annoying. Um, yeah. It would be like two or three times a day. I would start coughing. Yeah. Uh, now it's been a little while. I'm back to 100% normal. I will, I'm sure I will get some messages from people telling me how reckless I am. And I'm, and I'm sorry. And I, apologize. I warned everybody I was going to get political for just a second. <laughs> Do you but not I normally know, get political? <laughs> I, but, I, but I know it affects everybody different. Yeah. Us, it was like, okay, I just wish that that made me be allowed to go everywhere else. But I did have, uh, I had a babysitter cancel on me last minute two days ago when she said, hey, are you vaccinated? I said, no, but I had COVID two months ago. And she's like, sorry, I can't come show up at your house. I was like, what? So that's crazy. <laughs> all right. I won't- we had it on a listing appointment. Someone asked one of our agents, are you vaccinated? And uh, he wasn't vaccinated. He said it was like, I think it was like a $750,000 house. And he's like, I'll get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? Okay. laughs> he's yeah. like, what do I need to do to lock this thing up? And she actually chose someone else because they were vaccinated. Yeah. It was not the deciding factor. Yeah. Not because he, they were the best agent. Dude. So. Isn't that nuts? What so what strategy? So the so is this is that real estate world we live in now? I guess that is the answer, right? So the now it is now talk about your agent. I'll do whatever for the sale, like seven. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's a newer agent, less than a year in the business. He's doing well. I mean, I think he's got like two million in escrow right now, but like I mean he 750 deal to him is a big Heck deal. Yeah, that's half his volume. What yeah. should uh man, what should people do? Like, is there like is I don't it, I don't really think it changes like our approach, right? I mean, people will pick people based on whatever they want, right? And so like our main job is to go and build rapport, right? I mean, we go in, we build rapport. Sometimes they like us, sometimes they don't, right? And I just, I don't think we pivot on who we are just because someone doesn't like us, right? I mean, that's kind of our nature. You got to be on more appointments. I didn't mean to cut you off. I do that a lot. So I'm going to do better this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So more appointments. Well, you got to be you. So some people are going to say, I love your tattoos. I'm going to be my agent. And some people are going to be like, I can't believe you're wearing tattoos. You don't get fuck in my house. And we're like empathetic. Like we understand, right? I mean, people are going to pick people based on what they, what they like, what they believe, who who we are as people. And like, we get it. Like we're going to go in, like I'll go on a million dollar listing appointment dressed like this backwards hat, t-shirt, tattoos, whatever. Like, I don't change who I am, but I'm also empathetic to the people that are like, hey, you're not very professional, right? I actually got a, uh, I got a referral call from this guy in uh, California a few days ago, and we've been friends on Facebook for a long time. Don't really know how we became friends, but we just were. And uh, he calls me up and he's like, hey, I got a referral for you. Never talked to this guy on the phone. So it was super random. And so we kind of go over the referral thing and he goes, hey, quick question. Uh, how do you guys do it? And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? And he goes, you guys... Uh, you guys are covered in tattoos. You wear t-shirts and hats all the time. You guys swear all over your social medias and uh, you guys do a lot of business. Like we are trying to do that over here in California and we get, mm, trying not to swear. On this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and people don't like it. Right. And so he sends me this picture of someone, they, they sent out these mailers and on the mailers, it has them like in, in t-shirts and their tattoo showing and all that kind of thing. And someone actually sent them a letter in the mail saying how unprofessional it was. And like this whole, it was like this huge long letter about just how unprofessional it was. And he goes, how do you guys do it? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like we just stay true to who we are and have a lot of fun. Like that is our main, that's our MO. I think what we miss though, is like a lot of the, a lot of the agents, they get into this business, they've been in it for a while, or they just brand new into it. They lose the factor that you don't need every transaction. Like there's thousands of hundreds of thousands of transactions that are going across nationally, right? Even if you break it down into your demographic, if you, if you can go out and get 1% market share, you're probably still living a pretty good life. Don't, don't get me wrong. You want, if you want to go get, you know, eight, 10, 12, 15% market share or be a big conglomerate, like, you know, that that's getting more like you can go do that. But 
you only need to work with the people that resonate with you. And you don't need to, you don't need to go beg for the business. The question is, you just need to be on more appointments. So when you lose that one appointment, because that you don't resonate with them, that you have 10 others that, that are backed up with it, that you're going to go close. Yeah. That's if you have enough business, there is no problem. Yeah. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through the leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their pro their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I want to sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now, or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for $220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents. It's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you, asking you to make an offer on their home. It's always a numbers game. You're gonna always. get you're gonna get you know so many a small percentage of your offers accepted. You're gonna get a small percentage of your of your listing appointments turned into listings. The but you gotta you gotta hit the pavement. You gotta be out there trying. When did you get so Jeremy? When did you get licensed in real estate? Uh, just over three years ago. And Matthew, how about you? 2015 licensed. Uh, did no business for two years. 2017 quit my job and went full time into this. All right. So you guys are at three and four years. And then what's your, what's your GCI this year or what's your, as a, as a team or, or revenue, just something that says how awesome you are. Yeah. So total GCI, we're probably going to be somewhere like two, 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 three, uh, net profit. We're, we're going to probably net profit on the team, six to 700,000. Uh, what makes us unique is we play a lot in the investment space. So our agents have the opportunity to wholesale, fix and flip, uh, do some sub two stuff. So we'll generate another 1.5 million in, uh, uh, profit, you know, net profit in the investment space. So total net profit this year will be somewhere two, five, two, six, uh, next year is to be over 3 million net profit. Wow. I'm going to jump back to the kind of wholesale. Yeah. Because the, so something I started saying in April of 2020 was we got to be diversified, right? Like no matter what, like one of our missions this year was to help most of our agents find other ways of income too, because a lot of, a lot of the people out there lost most of one of, one of my companies has totally tanked since COVID. Now mm -hmm. seven or eight oh, of wow. them have done great, but one of them has totally been hit. But the coolest part was it uh, didn't matter. It might sound like I don't care, but it, it didn't, it didn't have the impact that it normally would because I had, because I was diversified. Mm -hmm. Unknowing, I didn't know I needed to be like it was like lucky. I was dumb. Dumb luck has done way more for me than strategy. <laughs> it sounds like you liked opening business, and it just really worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. And so some other ones worked out pretty good. So yeah. like, cool that that uh, that happened. So how did you tell me about your? It was your it was apparent my first year in real estate that you have you can't be one dimensional. Like if you're not if you're not an agent thinking about how should I invest for myself, how can I uh, offer other options across the kitchen kitchen table, and all you're doing is offering you know, here, I can help you list, or I can help you buy, or I can help you invest in your own real estate. And you're just chasing uh, commission dollars. I, I, you're, you're, you're missing the game. You know, I, we were, I was at an event, we were speaking with a gentleman named Steve Valentine, good friend of mine, flipped over a thousand homes in the last 15 years. And he talked about real estate agents work for tips, right? So we go out, we do a commission, we get a tip and we're done. But if you're across the kitchen table, you should be asking yourself, should I buy this house? And if I should, if I can buy this house and should I buy this house, what is my exit strategy on the house? So what we've done is we've, we've, our, our listing presentation gives our, give our sellers uh, all the options and the way to sell. They could sell retail. They could sell with a hedge fund. They could sell uh, with us buying as a fix and flipper we could do a sub two. So we try to give them all the options across the kitchen table that we let them decide. And depending on the condition of the house and depending on what the owner wants, uh, you know, depending on the lane that they picked. Now I would say 80% of the time they're picking retail. They want to get the most amount of money. 
money. But 20, 20 to 25% of the time, they're picking convenience. And, and, and anybody that says that, you know, that's not your fiduciary or whatever, I, I call BS to it because Open Door, OfferPad, Zillow, they have all shown us people will leave money on the table for convenience. Yeah. The question is, are you really offering your client all, are you offering them all the options that they actually have at, the, at, their, at their fingertips to actually dispose of their property, what they want to do? So we just go in and say, okay, what's the best solution? How do we, you know, what are we really trying to accomplish? And what does it want you to do? And 20% of the time we end up buying in the house. How, how do you get your leads? Great question. Jeremy, go ahead. <laughs> no. So it's across the board. Everybody's different. So we believe in five legion levers. So this is going to be weird. We are not a cookie cutter team where we believe that it's only one right way to do it. So we believe in five legion levers, two are non-negotiable. You have to play in your sphere of influence and you have to be on social media. If you don't do those, you can't be on the team. The other three are all, what do you enjoy spending your time doing? It could be events. It could be, it could be door knocking, cold calling. It could be working pre-foreclosures. It could be knocking for cash. It could be any, any gamut of thing. What we do is we say, okay, where is it that you really want to put your attention? And then let's go figure out how you can become skillful at that. So we'll coach anybody of those three, the two are non-negotiable. And, you know, 75, you know, if you break up the team as a whole, 75% of our team's business comes from their sphere of influence. The other 25 are going to come from our Legion efforts. So that's going to be open houses. That's going to be door knocking, cold calling. We do some stuff with Op City. We don't do any Zillow stuff. We do some purchase leads, stuff like that, Facebook. And all those are about 25 to 30 percent of our business, you know, 70 to 75 percent of our business is still out there belly to belly across the kitchen table with people that we know that we build relationships with. And same thing in the investment space. If we would ask what my number one lead gen source, why are you laughing? Because I'm talking. No, no. I just go. I get so excited, man. Matthew, he, he asked how you were doing today. <laughs> I just get like so you, excited you because nobody's talking about it. You can't even get a word. In. Nobody talks about it. Everybody's one dimensional. Everybody's talking about let's just go help as many people as we can. But everybody's leaving the real estate agent behind. The agent has the opportunity. So how do we make sure that everybody's in this industry actually going to be successful themselves and not just go help a bunch of clients be successful? That clip is going to be the headline for one of my new companies. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, small royalty, small royalty. I, I small royalty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the... Now I'm trying to figure out where we were. So let's teach our people for just a second. So somebody yeah. goes... I've never thought about going in because this is something that I that I actually pitch to people on the investment side. I'll talk about one of my companies in just a second. But being able to come in, I call it like a hybrid investor agent deal where you can say, here are your three options. Here are your five options. We can either buy it for X. We can buy it for, for 100 grand. And we'll give it to you right now. We buy it for 125,000 from you if you're going to clean this and do this and do this. Or we can put it on the market for this and you'll get this. Or you can replace the cabinets. We'll put it on the market. We get this. I'm not a guy doing it every day. It's really easy for me to go through it. To give us a two-minute class. What is that conversation like? So you're walking up to somebody to so a cross-kitchen table. This is at the listing appointment you're doing it. What is that listing appointment? The conversation to get the listing appointment is the next thing, right? Most of what do you think of the real estate market? It depends. What are you looking to do? I'm looking to sell. What does that look like? You know, what are you trying to accomplish? Where are you going? The same way to get across a kitchen table appointment. So you set the kitchen table appointment, and then it's you have to decide what are the tools in your bag that you can actually monetize right? If you're a wholesaler, do you have a buyer's list? And if you don't, what are you going to go to go find a buyer's list? If you're, if you're a wholesaler, you know, you can't take it down. Who are you in relationship with? Are you in relationship with some of the institutional buyers? Are you in relationship with an open door or offer pad? Are you willing to send them things and taking the one to 2% co-broke that they're offering you to bring them a deal? You know, what, what, who, who do you know and who are you in relationship that can help monetize the stuff? Everybody has access to money if the deal's good enough. I think that's the biggest misconception is that, hey, I want to flip a house, but I have no money. You don't need money. You come find a deal that you're bought at 65, 70% ARV, money will line up around the block and they'll profit share. You know, we, we currently have two, 2.2, 2.3 million in the street on flips. None of it is our money. Will, will Open Door pay you a co-op now? Yeah. You, go on, you just go on the site and say, hey, make us an offer. I mean, I sold so many things. The it's, it's convenience, right? So when I buy stuff, mostly I'm trying to trick open door though. If I'm Same. selling open door, Same. you're trying to like sell them a house in a neighborhood. Yeah. No one's proved the comps out yet because they yeah. will get aggressive. I'd buy trusty sale houses, yeah. right? And I would first ask them for an offer because if I haven't listed it yet, sometimes they're like, okay, we'll give you X for it. I'm like, I was never going to get X for it. So they think they're getting a deal. I think I'm getting a deal. And who knows? Maybe I, I never go back and check to see if I screwed up or not. Um, no. <laughs> That's the best choice. So, so we take, so have you, have you ever, have you ever bought a car? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Okay. You know, you know what a four square is? Have you ever heard of a four square? No. Okay. You know where they, they sit you down at a table and they draw an X and there's four squares and they say, hey, listen, the best way to buy a car is if you put 20% down. If you put 20% down, your payment's going to be X. Uh, we have some nitrogen and tires. We have window tint and then this is the $1,500 pack. So with the $1,500 pack plus the price of the car, with your 20% down, your payment's going to be $695. You sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. So what we did is we came up with a four square real estate. So we literally pencil out, pencil out and draw it right in front of them. Here are the four options to sell your house. Now the truth is there's many more, but these are the four that we believe are the most lucrative. And the goal today is to make sure that you, you find one of these options that is going to best fit your needs. And then we take them through a kitchen table appointment with that four square. And then they pick the option that's best for them. So the, this is so interesting. This is going to become an advertisement. I haven't told anybody on our podcast yet. So I own a company called Lead Propeller. Okay. Um, recently became the new the new owner of that company this last year. And so what Lead Propeller is, is it was meant to be an investment building website company for investors. So mm-hmm. if you, you're new over in Arizona and you say, hey, I want to get Jeremy buys Peoria houses, right? Dot com. And then you hit go and then you hit go and 15 minutes and within 15 minutes, you've got a website that's mm-hmm. like set up. So if somebody's searching sell my house fast in Peoria, it automatically goes to it, right? It's a the template awesome. builder thing. We just built out a, a template for it. It might even not even be live yet as we publish this thing out because again, I haven't made any formal announcements, but it's too good to not say right now. But we built out this investor agent hybrid model to be able to try to advertise to people if they say sell my house fast and it goes to Jeremy and then Jeremy's landing page says, here's why you would go to me because I'm going to give you five options. I'm going to either buy it from you cash or I'm going to help you fix it or I'm going to wholesale it mm-hmm. or I can get you to sell now. So we're trying to communicate that through text. So that way, if somebody is searching for you guys, they're going to be able to see it. Because I think the investor agent hybrid model is going to be what really changes real estate for all agents over the next year. The being be. able to have that option to go because people do want the convenience and how do you compete with that to be able, and, and there are all sorts of different opportunities for it. So you said it became apparent to you when you first got into, into real estate, but how did, what, did, what was your first deal like? Uh, so my first year, I did 40 units, 25 retail, 15 wholesale. Uh, wholesale came out of necessity. First 90 days, I really wasn't making money. Thank God I was working. Uh, but I ended up partnering up with a dude that uh, was doing some wholesale. And honestly, I was just banging the phone for him. I was taking cold leads and just smashing them. And we were taking a split on them. I started to get on some appointments and I'm like, man, we should be offering this to everybody. So then what I started to do is just bring it into my own listing appointments. And then it just... It just came like sparked in my mind that it was so apparent the more options you can give, you're no longer like you're no longer leaving an appointment without exhausting all the options. Like before, if you're if you're a normal real estate agent and at a normal brokerage, they only teach you to go get an ER signed. There's so many other ways to monetize that deal without an ER that, you you know, that you're doing yourself a disservice. So my goal, our goal, you know, monetize everything. So how do I go on a kitchen table appointment and have an 80% close rate? Because I can, I can give so many options that we're going to monetize everything. Real estate rockstars, before this next commercial break, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for listening to the commercials that we put in here. This is how we're able to push the podcast to you. This is how we can make sure that we publish so much content and keep providing value. So here we go from one of our sponsors, Rent Ready. All right, guys, we got to be honest here. You've heard so many of the Rent Ready ads over the past really nine to 12 months as they've been one of our flagship sponsors for so much of the stuff that we're doing. You know, Rent Ready is a property management software, and we've told you about this truly working to elevate the entire renting experience for landlords and tenants. But this time, this isn't just a boring old podcast ad. I'm not sure how many episodes we're going to run this on. But it's not just to help you maintain and screen tenants and run leases. This podcast ad is actually a secret. So this month, Rent Ready is releasing a game-changing feature that will help you save a whole lot of time and headache when it comes to crunching numbers on your rentals. I don't even know what it is yet. They wanted me to start doing this and said, so while I can't share it yet, make sure that you stay tuned to the Rockstars podcast for that surprise reveal. Because we'll have it on good authority that Rent Ready will be letting our listeners know that once top secret feature is ready. So in the meantime, if you're looking to get started on Rent Ready's powerhouse of a platform, I use it for a lot of my stuff. Get signed up, save 50% off on any Rent Ready plan using our special code, Rockstar50. So that's 50% off any Rent Ready plan when you sign up using our code, Rockstar50 at rentready.com. It's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I. 
rockstarfifty.com using the code rockstar50 for 50% off any of them. And again, listeners, I got to say, thank you for listening to our sponsor ads. And if you have any interest at all in trying you know, any property management software, we appreciate it when you go check out our sponsors, especially the ones where I'm telling you about it myself. The as commission, everyone wants to in hot markets, everybody talks about paying less commission. Yeah. How are we going to pay the agent less right now? If you list it and you get 20 offers, why am I paying you 3%? All you did was put it online. That's what people say. And yeah. so the, the idea of being able to monetize it different ways, I think is great. And monetize it better. Like our last two wholesales, both came from agents. Both houses were beat up. They were, they were listable, but they probably weren't going to do well in the market. We turned those for 95 grand. And, some, and sometimes you're going to wholesale that because you, you got a list of buyers that are saying, hey, I want to buy a house in this zip code. We were going to flip both of them. And they offered so much, it made no sense. They were both buy and hold guys. They, and like gonna, we were going to make 15 grand more flipping it. It made no sense to do it. So you get a seller that you say, hey, do you want the cash now? They go, yeah, I'd rather have the cash now. And then you go to your buyer's list and say, hey, do you like, here's one. Do you want to buy it as is? We were going to yeah. flip it. And the, if there's a big enough spread, everybody wins. And they got amazing terms though, right? They got amazing terms. They're 60 day post possession at no cost to them. Like they stayed in the house 60 days. We owned it, paid hard money for those two months. Like, so they got the terms that they wanted. They just got to give us the, the price. Jeremy, do you ever go on appointments with Matthew? Uh, we've been on a few together. Yeah. We kind of do them separate. Yeah. You talk more than he does. <laughs> no, <laughs> Matt, Matt will talk his way through anything. Yeah. All right, I just had to pause the recording and stop because I have uh, somebody at my gate. So we're going to see who knocks on my door in a little bit. This is going to be the most interesting episode. He's going to keep it recording next time, though. Wait, so we all get privy to what's so going So we're on. going to time you. We're going to stopwatch, see how fast you're out of the chair and back into the chair, ready to go. And you guys could say just about anything. Like, while I'm running. Oh, it's going to be so bad. It's our show at that point. Yeah, it's, it's our show. show. Yeah. The, uh, you guys, do you guys have a podcast? We do. Yeah, I mean, you it's, have, it's, it's unnamed right now. The unnamed podcast. Yeah. The, I can. Yeah. You can look it up too, unnamed. No, just kidding. <laughs> You're no, like, how do you no, find the not. podcast? You're like, it's a secret one. Well, you have the mics. You guys have the mics. You have the setup. So the, and you've got this. Crazy the challenge, we have a challenge with the podcast. So we started a podcast called My Catalyst about two years ago. And it was all about how pe people came through adversity or that big thing in their life that happened that launched them into being what they are. And it was amazing. We did about 10 episodes. It was phenomenal. And then we kind of had a big cabacle in business. And then we just started it again, probably about a month ago. And we're just trying to make it more of like an entrepreneurial brainstorming sesh. We've had like Ronnie Doss. We've had a couple of big, uh, big players out here in AZ on it. Uh, but we really don't have a name for it. We thought about, oh, we let a cuss or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. We thought about calling it, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, crush Life and Do Crush dope Life and Do Dope Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's only like a half cuss. So the, that's like, yeah, I just didn't know. Like my daughters will say that every once in a while. Like, like it was pretty PG get, for me. I still get in trouble for it, but it's more of a laugh. Like when my son says it, I totally laugh. The, uh, all right, everyone, I'm going to get a lot of messages this time of the, uh, <laughs> I can't believe you're talking about COVID and cussing, but you know what? I'll either get a lot more people or people that are correcting me that I need to yeah. stay in my lane as I do this. Jeremy, how did, so when you first got licensed, did yeah. you go work with Matthew right away? No. So me and Matt met like what a year. <laughs> he loves hearing this story <laughs> about maybe a year into my career. So I got my license and, and like most agents do, they jump in and they think they're going to be able to figure this out. They don't really understand the difficulty it is to be a successful realtor. And so I kind of had a rough start. I did 12 deals my first year and uh, I quit my job and things kind of went in the tank and I wasn't doing the production that I wanted to do. And then me and Matt met in, um, it was like a new agent mastermind. And we just kind of connected right off, right off the bat. I was on a team previously, had a bad experience. He was trying to recruit me onto the team. I said, F you, I'm not doing a team anymore. And it was just kind of a slow play. And you just kept kind of staying in my life, staying in my life. And eventually I was like, all right, fine, I'll join your team. And uh, the rest is kind of history. And ever since then, we've just kind of been really good friends and um, an amazing partnership. Yeah. So the... <laughs> Oh, you're so like you point. amazing partnership. The uh, well, Jer Jeremy wants me to ask him like 19 questions. I can ask. I know him. he doesn't want to elaborate on shit. I, I, I want to have a for one more question for Matt in our hours. 
I'm gonna stick with let's stick with Jeremy here for just another minute or two, <laughs> only so I can give you guys a little crap as we've had fun because we're having a lot of fun today. What advice would you give Jeremy when if you're telling like what do you wish you what do you know now you wish you would have known that very first year or that very first moment that very first week the um like you get signed up you get licensed and I mean it took you a year to actually join the right team it sounds like but like what's something you wish that you would have known both of you guys get to answer this question I just got to knock on the door. I have to go show the guys what couch to clean inside. Yes. I will be back. But don't, but the question you is, what do you wish you had known your first year? Keep going and I'll come back. And yeah. you can hit the timer. This is going to be weird. Okay, here we go. So I think, <laughs> so, so he's gone. Uh, do we really want to answer that so question? We want to totally I, derail it. I feel, like, I feel like he should be privy to that, right? So we could have an actual He's probably going to have a conversation. Hey, so yeah. any agent out there that's looking to network or, or do some investment deals, uh, you want to look at teamimpactaz.com. Find Matt Chick, find Jeremy Fuse. We'd love to partner across the nation. <laughs> Shameless plug while he's gone. Yeah. We'd love to partner across the nation, do wholesale deals, do fix and flips. Uh, we are trying to scale outside of Arizona. So if if that's you guys, please hit us up. Follow us on the socials. You know, find me at Jeremy <laughs> Fuse. Follow Matt at I am Matt Chick. And uh, eventually, we're gonna have a podcast. We do all kinds of <laughs> events you can plug into tomorrow. Uh, I guess you're not gonna hear this before tomorrow, but we do a training once a week that's live on our Facebook that you can plug into. So just follow us on socials as well. And and be yourself. Have a lot of fun. Yeah, and be yourself. Hey, Jeremy, I'll ask you a question. Oh. What Let's was go. it like coming into my life? <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> what what kind of blessing did I oh uh, bring gosh. to your life? No, right, just... <laughs> right when I heard that. What was it like? I knew exactly where you were taking that. <laughs> oh man, you know the truth is you, you've been a big blessing in my life. So I'll give you a kudos to that. Thank so you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I was definitely a bigger one in your life, but I mean, you understand. Well, you know, all we're relative. not, not going to debate that. No. Hey, we have more people in the room. You want to see why? Here, why is our full time camera guy? Say hi, Wyatt. So we have a full-time camera guy. He videos, takes pictures. And then that's uh, Mr. Kyle Reardon in the corner, CFO extraordinaire, partner impact, real estate impact, REI. Best looking guy on the team. Cardinal financial. He is the best looking guy on the team. But we keep him in the corner, so not all the ladies chase him. Yeah. It's just not fair at that point. Just Man, it's taking him a long time to get back. I'm starting to get worried. I thought he Just was. Show him the couch. What's, thought, what's taking so long? I thought come he was on. more athletic. <laughs> He's going to come back out of breath. <laughs> he, looked, he looked more fit. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Are you supposed to answer that question? Did he want you to? I want to wait for him so we I can think you should. have a conversation. We got a couple cool deals we could bring down. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you the number. Hey, you know one thing I didn't get to say is the number one lead source in our investment space has been uh, networking with other agents. So if you're thinking about investing, or you want to flip, or you want to wholesale, or you want to buy and hold, um, I, I tell you, your, your network is the best thing that you could ever do. Spend time into it, pour into it, be in relationship with as many people as humanly possible with it, and I promise you, it, it will yield gold. The other thing is, don't be scared. Oh, hey, bud. Well, and be intentional about the intentional about the relationships. Yeah. yeah, really care about the relationship because uh, if you nurture it and you water it like a plant, it will grow. That's my horrible analogy. That was fun. <laughs> it's so cliche of you. I know. <laughs> hey, so we just pitched ourselves for like the last three minutes. <laughs> all, all you did was <laughs> your podcast instead of mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that, we were. Hey, I'm, I'm thing. I mean, I've had guest hosts before, but that's the. Uh, but that's I'm going to look forward to going back and listening to this one. To see, did you guys change, change the world in real estate? Just change everybody's mind? No, we we really did tell everybody how to connect with. We literally us. just pitched it. <laughs> well, cool. Well, then I don't have to do it at the end. No, no, it's taken care of. Right, no, in the we're, middle. we're gonna do it again at the end. How don't do you worry. go find Matthew and Jeremy and the you, Matt or Matthew? I guess it's Matt. Matthew. Matthew's fine too. I don't care. The, we will see. So, all right. So, so Jeremy you, didn't answer the question because he wanted you to hear it. Are we done? Done on time? No, we're not down on time. Okay, we're, just checking. I mean, I'm going to have a guy come in and give me a quote for the... I'm like, <laughs> let's get started. And he's like, okay, well, now I got to quote it. And I'm like, I don't care. Just, just pay, I'm paying the money. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here to just give me a quote. I want my couch clean today. Yeah, Here's clean a stack today. of hundreds. Take as many as you think is right. And then just start cleaning the couch, please. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what would happen in that case. That's like the free candy. Yeah, oh. right. I guess some, some kid just dumps the, the whole bucket. Just, mean, it's like just yeah, take yeah. one and the. Yeah. 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 What do you What do you teach your kids? What do you tell your kids when you see that? You know, I don't teach them, I, but I watch them to see. <laughs> you got to teach them take advantage of every opportunity. Oh my god! <laughs> so you're like, hey, your time is worth more. We can spend yeah. three hours to get thirty pieces of candy, or you yeah. can dump yeah. all that thing in right now. 
Yeah. And we can spend the next two hours watching uh, Disney movies or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead. All right. So, Jeremy, what is the real answer to what do you wish you would have known when you first came? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a loaded question, but the one, like the one advice I would give you is like, be prepared to work. And so when you come from a nine to five or you come from a regular job, like you, you get paid to, to be there, to punch the clock, right? If you don't work in real estate, you're not getting paid. And if you sleep in and you start at 11 AM and you go home at three o'clock, like you aren't getting paid, I promise you. Right. I mean, you need to put in the work, especially that first 12 months, because this job is difficult and it takes you two, three, four months to really figure out why time blocking is important, why lead generation is important. How do you actually convert a lead? How, how do you answer questions certain people will ask you? And when you think about it, when you're in school or you first get out of it and you start role playing with other people in your office or whatever you're doing, you think you're going to be able to have these conversations very simply, very easy until they ask you like really tough questions. Hey, I have a buddy that will charge me 4% to list my house. Why would I pay you six? How do you overcome that? Right. And so really putting in the work, especially your first 12 months, like it, it is a seven day a week job in my eyes. And that's what I did to make it, to make it a success was I was out there. I was out there working and I found people to partner with like Matt, who could actually um, like push me and motivate me to do the things that I wanted to achieve. And it's not about it's not about selling a thousand houses for me. It's about building a lifestyle that I wanted to live, but you have to actually, like we always say, money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys you options. And so if, if I, if I were to make the money that I wanted to make, I would have the options to live lifestyle I wanted. And so having someone like a Matt or like someone else, a mentor or um, a team to help push you into the direction that you want to go was huge for me. But the number one thing is just be ready to work. It's not like what you see on HGTV. I promise you that, you know, or like right now, a lot of people are saying, Hey, uh, I'm thinking about getting into real estate. I see you're a big success. How do I do it? The first thing I do is go, are you sure you want to get into it? Right. I don't try to recruit them. I don't, I, I try to scare them off because it's tough. Right. Like I know what I sacrificed. I know what I gave to this business and it's difficult. It's not for the weak of mind. I love that. How much, how much work had you done before you actually got paid in real estate? Oh my gosh. So it took, uh, seven months to get my first check, you know, and it was just, it was, again, I wasn't, I wasn't doing the work that I should have been doing. Right. I mean, I was working five days a week and, and just kind of like moseying through it. Like it wasn't a big deal, just kind of reaching out to people, but wasn't taking it that serious. But it took you know seven months to get my first check, probably two or three months after that to get my second check. You know, uh, And so it's tough. I mean, it's tough. It was a slow start. Yeah. All right, guys. So, the, so my quote came in, service, sofa, couch. You know, I'm going to share my screen. Well, if I share my screen, people see my <laughs> share <your> screen. <laughs> Wait, were, were you surprised or was it like in line with what you're expecting? Better than I was expecting. Especially yes. So good news. Good this, news. All the effort that just came into this, I was like, this is not going to go the way that I was thinking. Here we go. Sofa, couch, cut, fully upholstered, deep oh. shampoo cleaning, deodorized. It's going to take him four hours. Oh my gosh. Send it. Bucks plus a $20 extra to deodorize, $300. And if you guys need U.S. Clean Masters numbers, right at the top right hand corner. There's the number right here. I'm hitting submit, right here. The boom live. The Not live. Back to now. You guys saw my signature. That's on. It's only on our YouTube page. I bet you're going to look forward to watching a movie on that couch later. Huh? Right yeah. now, our yeah. No, I figured that he was trying to do the upsell of like, I don't yeah. know, bucks or something. Like when it's like, a, let me call a brand this. new couch. Yeah, let me call this in. This is eight couch, like eight pieces. I don't know. Awesome. Cool. Good deal. I felt like you had a good deal. I won just now. Yeah. Like, yeah it totally <laughs> it's a win. That I had a house cleaner cool. for the first time in a long time coming to my house yesterday. And I walked in my house yesterday and it, I was like, why aren't I doing this more? It was gorgeous. Yeah. That's why you work so hard. So you yeah. can do, do this stuff like that. All right. So the, so are you guys both born in Arizona? You live there for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. 39 years. Um, I look 50. <laughs> Night. <laughs> you're like 39 years old but the beard is yeah like, <laughs> i got a lot of gray if you start dying so my hair turned bright white when i was 21 so the, really? you know, oh, wow. in most of my pictures that is not bright white you can see it sneaking out right now but i like to act like i'm younger than i'm but in like 1999 2000 i lived out in avondale 
Mm. Avondale, Arizona, I lived out there for about four months. And when I went out there, all there was was this apartment complex I lived out and nothing else. And this is mm-hmm. Avondale's like West Arizona, West Phoenix area, West, mm-hmm. West Arizona, West Phoenix area. I worked at the UPS store. It was the worst job I ever had from 10 at night to two in the morning. I oh. would stack boxes inside the UPS trucks. And we did it from 10 at night to two in the morning because otherwise we would have died of die in the heat. So we'd stack these things. I only lived there for four months, but I drove through Avondale three or four months ago. And it's like, there's like a gazillion people that live. It's huge. Yeah. How much more do you enjoy your life knowing that you had that job that you hated though? The, I think everybody should have manual labor jobs at different times in their life. I think that the, yeah, I mean, I worked construction for my dad, Mm. you know, doing those different things and it makes life, it it helps a lot because uh, life as an entrepreneur, what I was going to get at when Jeremy was talking about the idea of, you know, the up like seven months to get his first paycheck, agents don't realize that by becoming an agent, you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. you are going to take the risk and reward of effort. You may get paid $100 an hour. You may get paid $10,000 an hour, or you may get paid nothing per hour. You know, if you're getting one deal every seven months, it is not a fun job. And it's like that entrepreneurship. So there are stresses that come with entrepreneurship, but I like my job better than physical labor jobs and physical labor, hard labor jobs, because those are ones that I can do. I mean, I, I'm 41 years old. I don't have the energy I had when I was 25. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy I had when I was 30. So I have to use brain power instead for part of it. And maybe sometimes it works, maybe sometimes it doesn't. But so the whole yeah. entrepreneurship thing is something we really push on our team. Like, like when you are in real estate, you are not like what you just said, you are an entrepreneur. And so we like to really ingrain that into the depths of our team. And so a lot of other real estate teams, like we call them machines, right? You come in, you plug, you fill a role. If you leave, they, fi- they find someone else, they plug in, they fill the role and their business is very consistent. And it's amazing. But we lean heavier into an entrepreneurship side, which goes back to what Matt was talking about with the five lead gen lovers. Like, what do you want to do? This is your business. You are in control of it. And it, it is your responsibility to make it a success, right? If, it's, if, you, if you win, it's on you. If you fail, it's on you. And you have the opportunity to, to the sky's the limit, right? Sky is the limit. And we understand like when you get into real estate, you want to be able to run a business. That's why a lot of people do it. They don't join, they don't get their license so they can join a team and work nine to five, five of those hours being on the phone because your team lead says that you need to circle prospect for five hours, right? It's because you want to get in for whatever reason, everyone's different, but you want to build your own business and you want to run it like the way you want to run it. And so we tried to build a structure and a system within impact real estate that supports whatever the agent wants to do. Right, whatever you choose, like whatever your skill set is, what do you enjoy doing? If you are freaking scared as hell to go on the phone, don't go on the phone. Like, what are you good at? And let's lean heavy into that. Like, fudge your weaknesses, <laughs> and uh, and just let's let's limit your weaknesses and enhance your strengths. Right? We don't need to focus on what you suck at. Like, let's just go all in on what you're good at. That's a soundbite right there. Don't focus on what you suck at. Focus. Go all in on what you're good at. We see the same thing with like, just like you said, with lead gen, right? Like try the 5, 10, 15, 20. Everyone that I interview on the show is going to have a good method or a couple good methods. And the idea, for, especially for newer agents, try out the methods, see what works. And then once you see something, I get a lot of messages from people that are like, hey, I'm stuck right now, but I can't see myself door knocking. I can't see myself doing this. And my biggest answer is I go listen to more podcasts because you're going to get to the next one that says, this is the method that I like, like some people mm-hmm. are focusing on doing meetups, like home buyer mm-hmm. meetups, like, like the uh, pints and properties, like, like, uh, you know, the, all sorts of different stuff they go out and do in order to generate that. So Matt, just get involved know, with the community and you'll find deals. Like we just like, say, go, have go, conversations, yeah. right? How, however you want to have the conversations, go have conversations. That's what's important. Go right? do stuff you enjoy every day. And I promise you, and just be purposeful about talking about real estate, people around you, everybody wants to talk about real estate. Yeah. Right now they do. Everybody wants to talk about real estate. So Matt, the same question back to you. What do you wish you had known your first week of real estate or what would you tell somebody that's new? Like what, what's, what's the big life-changing advice you would say? If you're going to get into real estate, you need to know this or I wish I would have known this. Uh, life-changing advice. If I got into real estate, I don't know. Like I love how I got into real estate. I think it was very, it was purposeful. It was intentional. And I knew, and I kind of knew because I coming from the car business, I knew I was going to have to grind my face off. The, the car business gave me a skill set that uh, transitioned very, very nicely into real estate. Um, and I believe more people should train. Uh, but what I would say, the number one thing is environment, 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 environment. I don't care if it's brokerage. I don't care if it's team. I don't care if it's your own environment, but what environment do you thrive in? And then make sure you show up every day 
of your life and then run it like a business, run it like a job, track a PL, run it like, like, run it like it, you're, it's your legit own baby. Realize that you just signed up to be an entrepreneur, realize that you're supposed to work your face off. Most people go get a, uh, you know, a SBA loan for 250,000 bucks and they work their face off to pay it back and, and to hopefully be profitable in the next five years. The problem with real estate is you don't need $250,000. You need $2,500 in your license. What we forget is work your face off. Like we forget that we're supposed to bang it out and just go and be purposeful, be intentional, go every place you need to. And if you're not in the right environment, nobody's going to be speaking that into your life. And if you don't already know that, you need someone in your corner speaking into your life saying, hey, you need to get moving. Hey, you need to get moving. Hey, you need to get moving. Like you got to have someone that's going to push you uh, if you're not a self-starter. If you're a self-starter, I, I don't think you'll have any challenges as long as you're purposeful and you learn and you train and you understand the business and you get on appointments and you can find your conversions and you can find the legion levers that work for you. It, it, it's very duplicatable. You know, real estate is not hard. It's not hard at all. It's just, it's very duplicatable. You just got to find the right place to be able to duplicate it. So I say, surround yourself with the right people. It could be books, podcasts, teams, brokerages. It could be anything, but you have to be able to take action. The other thing is have a vision. Most people get in this business and they have zero vision. They don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make 10 grand, five grand, 50 grand. I was very purposeful about my vision when I got into real estate. I knew that I would have a team. I knew my team would focus on retail and investment. Uh, I know that our team will do over a thousand units by the, you know, by the time we do it. And I know that we're going to make three to $5 million in investment space. I knew that year one. Uh, it's obviously evolved over time. So I write down my vision and then you got to find out what are the activities that I need to do to do it. You know, And then you need to come up with a plan to be able to run those activities on a daily basis until you can start hiring people to run the activities for you. You know, I'm super blessed because I only had to work hard two years. Not that's not true. I work hard every, <laughs> I work hard all the time, but I only had to, like, I don't do transactions much anymore. You know, I, I coach, train, recruit, investment. That's what I focus on. Jeremy focuses on the, the team and, 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 the, and then I focus on growth. So it's about having a vision. So if your vision is not big enough, if or you don't have a vision, make sure you find someone with a vision and attach yourself to them until you can find your vision. Because without a vision, you're just going to spin around like it's a nine to five job, not know what to do because you're so used to punching a clock and picking up a box and moving it there or doing the things, the activities that you're supposed to do that you're held accountable for. So if you don't know what to do, find someone that knows what to do, find their vision, attach yourself to their, their vision. And then as this thing multiplies and as you start to see it, you'll start to think, hey, this is what I want to create and then branch off and go create that for your life. Yeah. Jeremy, when he's talking about finding resources, going and training, You've had like four different types of cups you're drinking from so far. <laughs> I got two. I got water and coffee. All right. Water. I was figuring that the, the colors are very different as we go through there. I was going to ask you what, if, what kind of coffee you were drinking out of a plastic clear cup a second ago. Mm. Like that's mm. coffee or soda. Bloody Mary. Uh, you never know. You never know. Never so, know. Matt talked about, hey, you need resources, you need to train, you need to find somebody with a vision. And he talked about podcasts. Can you think of any other places or, or what are the best places you would recommend for people to go find those resources to learn? Like if, if they're in the middle of nowhere, you know, where, where, where can they go learn how to do real estate? How can they go train? So like outside of your network, right? I mean, network would be my number one. There's definitely people within uh, your life, whether that's your brokerage, whether that's your team, whether that's um, someone at a different brokerage, right? Just plug in kind of like what you said with the meetups. Um, like we're big believers in meetups too. We run one by, uh, bi-weekly and then we do a once a month, big training. Like tomorrow we have 50 plus people coming in here, uh, to learn about wholesale. And so we get in front of agents, but there's people within your network that you can definitely reach out to and say, Hey, like, what do you do? Just, what do you do? Hey, I'm trying to do this. What do you think about it? Hey, can we grab coffee? Like what can, like what type of value can you bring them to have them sit down and, and, and have coffee with you? And what a lot of people don't think about is you always hear that, Hey, what kind of value can, can you bring someone so they can pour into you? Make sure you have a plan when you do that, because when you come to someone and say, Hey, I want to bring you value. What can I do for you? And in return, can I just watch how you do things? What you don't understand is whoever you're asking that that's going to take time from them to figure out what type of value you can bring them. Come with it, come to them with a solution. Hey, I saw that you needed capital for your flips. I actually talked to this guy who's, uh, he just sold his business. He made a couple million. He's interested in selling or investing. Um, would you mind having a conversation with him? Right? Like you provided value without that time restraint on that person that you're trying to hook up with. But my point is use your network, leverage your network, 
have conversations. Like what me and Matt always say, we don't really prospect for, for clients anymore. We prospect for relationships with agents. That is our main focus. We always say we don't need more money. We need more people. And so our focus is getting in relationship with as many people as we possibly can because relationships will provide opportunities. And as long as we're ready to jump on those opportunities, then we're, then we're good. And that's what our focus is. But my, my number one place to train would definitely be either podcast or network. Like those are the two easiest. Yeah. And reaching out, you'd be amazed how many people that you could reach out and say, hey, I want to learn from you. Hey, can I take you to, like most people are in this uh, growth mindset, like the abundance mindset. And they love, pe- people are always amazed that people that are above them love sharing. They love telling them, they love, how, it, love telling people how to succeed in real estate as an agent in anything. Matt, why, uh, why the name Impact? Oh, uh, actually, I didn't come up with it. That's actually, uh, do you know, you know who the tattooed realtor is? No. Okay. So tattooed realtor, big out here in AZ. Uh, do 50 units. He's actually a partner on the team as well. Uh, it was him and Jeremy that came up with Impact Real Estate, but I, I absolutely love it. It's amazing. And I think it stands for everything that we do. And that's all about just making an impact. That's corny. that's corny as hell what I just said, but that's the but point. it's true, right? It so I bet we're one of the few missions, like what Matt said at the beginning of the show, our mission statement is centered around the agent. It's not centered around bringing the client the best experience. Like we are very agent focused. Because we believe that if we pour into agents, it'll overflow into their business, you know? And so we want to make sure we have an impact on anyone that we come into relationship with. I mean, our job is to have transformative conversations. That is our number one job. Hey, Real Estate Rockstars listeners. This is a commercial break, but this is a quick commercial break for you guys. See, have any of you ever wanted to host your own podcast? Have any of you guys thought about launching a podcast that seemed overwhelming? didn't quite know what to do. You know, something that we're thinking about launching right now or something that we're, you're starting to launch right now, I don't know how many people we're gonna help with, is we wanna find listeners like you that wanna launch their own podcast. Seems a little bit overwhelming on what to do next. And we're gonna start a service where we're gonna help you guys figure out how to schedule your podcast, how to do the interviews. Our backend team will do everything that we do for the Real Estate Rockstars podcast. We will edit the show for you. We will publish it. We will help you with your social media and your images to really grow it. So I think our plan right now is you know three or four podcasts a month for up to three or four podcasts a month. The cost will be between 500 bucks and a thousand bucks a month to help you guys publish and launch your own podcast. So if that's something you're interested in, be sure to reach out to us. Go find me on Instagram. Send me a message on there. It's at Aaron and Steak. All right, back to the podcast. You know, we have we had ten people show up this week from our last meetup, and uh, we're we're offering them support. They're not on the team. They're not anything. I'm giving them lists. I'm helping them with a dialer. Uh, they all say they want to get started in the investment space. So I'm spending money pouring into them, and their value is their time to me. So now they're going to go out and try to find deals, and we'll partner on the deals, and I'll split profit fifty fifty with them. Right. So that that's you know that's the power of of doing stuff with other people. You know, our time our challenge is time anymore. It's not necessarily money. It's how many people can we be in relationship with that are willing to go do the door knocks, open the uh, you know, do the calls and all that stuff. And that's what brings the power. Yeah, that's I mean that profit generating business is probably that's very that's probably very scalable. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people out in Arizona are reaching out to you guys. This has been a been a fun hour. It's yeah, good. I'm, either, I'm either gonna get rave reviews or they're gonna say, Hey Aaron. <laughs> Those guys are jacks. <laughs> you had way too much fun and you should have stuck to the script on that one and not talk to the guy that was showing up at your house to clean a couch. Do <laughs> you get t- negative feedback much? The, now I told you guys at the beginning, the negative feedback I got a lot of at, at the beginning when I first took over the podcast was that my sound quality sucked. So there's been more. Let's actually, I'm going to read a couple of reviews. Let's see how let's we go. Did. Yeah, that's a good let's one. Go. Like, what is that? Like mean tweets. Yeah. yeah. Mean yeah. Tweets. <laughs> Most recent reviews are. Your voice is trash. <laughs> yeah. Podcast review. So now we'll know if it gets better or worse after this one. So real estate rock stars, you know, Apple has the most reviews. I think, so I, think I think it'd be more fun if one of us read the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're and then you, you just had to, you have to intake it and just sit there. The, uh, all right. So, um, I see the, there's dude, there's a good time. There's a bunch of five stars. <laughs> oh, there we look go. at there that one go. star down here. Just That's attacking you. Host talks, talks way right. too right. much. You and doesn't read. let his guests speak. I need you to read uh, T monies. Um, yeah. Host needs to get out of his own way. <laughs> he talks way too much and doesn't let his guests speak. Oh, I felt like I smoke a lot. So you fixed Matt, that. Matt cured me. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
The, uh, he found I, someone that talks more than you, Eric. Dude, um, oh, I, I already read this one. This one is this one is, is hurtful. Uh, the go ahead, uh, Jeremy, read this one. Jeremy, the amount of fringe political talking points on episode seventy-one nearly made me unsubscribe. I like listening to guests who share their expertise about the real estate market rather than hear them parrot baseless armchair political opinions. I've been enjoying this podcast for quite some time, but this episode almost lost me as a listener. Oh man, jeez. So the bummer with that, I actually have to say uh, sorry on that one. Yeah. Because you just that go was, off on a tangent. I was interviewing my brother. My brother. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. That one was actually one where we're talking back and forth. And I guess, man, we forgot that we were having a conversation in front of the world. I, mean, <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was that bad. I even yeah. went back. I got so self-conscious after that review that I went back and like listened to it. I'm like, was I out oh, of wow. so I would. I do want to apologize. I'd rather walk because I'd never want a one star from somebody that listens all the time. Like, don't yeah. subscribe. Give me another chance. Hey, if you ain't uh, got any haters, you're not doing big enough things. All man. right. So now look. So good. Uh, the good thing is I have mostly five stars. If you guys each pick one of those and you can <laughs> say, say the name of the person reviewing. So maybe more people will come on and get reviews. I want to do uh, love life, live life. Top okay. right. From Love Life, um, Live Life. Motivational Intelligence. Yes. Let me click on that one. This was back in, this was just back in uh, two weeks ago. This review came yeah. out. I began listening to Aaron in July with all the excellent info and amazing guests. I found myself inspired to follow through with my goal. I enrolled in an online real estate class and one month later, I passed my national and state exam. There's a wealth of information packed in this podcast that feeds my appetite for, re- for real estate knowledge. Thanks to Aaron, his guests, and Pat too. Dang, that's a banger. That's a nice. We should frame that one, dude. That I, you know, what I love doing this stuff. I do frame most of these. You know, for my listeners out there, there's nothing I like more than getting to oh. interview someone that's been a listener. Like I cannot wait for Love Life, Live Life to reach out in two years and say I'm ready to be interviewed on the show and to get that's to cool. share that mm. story. The, that's cool. Um, God, you guys have voices for radio. The uh, I should. Have, I I'm gonna have another episode where you guys just read all my five star. <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> we do I'm it. In. All of the Man, ones. All right, guys, the, how yeah. should people reach out to you? The, uh, they're going to want to learn more about how they can do deals with you or get advice on how to do the hybrid offer, uh, together. What's the best? Yeah, we'll pitch. We'll pitch this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do we'll the, pitch redo the pitch that I missed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, Instagram, I am Matt chick, uh, Facebook, Matt chick, uh, team impact, az.com. Uh, cell phone number 480-980-7078. You reach out to me anytime. I don't care what state you're in. We are looking to JV deals across the nation when it comes to the investment space. Uh, we're doing stuff in AZ. We're doing stuff in Vegas, Texas right now already, but we are open to figuring it out everywhere across the nation. Uh, you know what? We'd love to help. If you're brand new in real estate or if you, you're in a lull or you're in some sort of space or you need someone to kick you in the ass, uh, I would be happy to take a call or a message from you and I will uh, light your life on fire. That sounded like a sounded like a tender Beat bio. That. That tender bit. bio. Tender bio. And I am better than Jeremy Fuse. <laughs> uh, follow me at Jeremy Fuse. I'm on Jeremy Fuse on all socials. Make sure you do follow us though, because we do a lot of different trainings and the meetups, and we always live stream them. We get on Zoom, and we always have 50 plus people there. And um, it's just a good opportunity for you guys to plug into whatever we're doing. Which again, we we try to be super multi dimensional. So. Um, like tomorrow we're doing a big wholesale training class, 50 plus people there just to kind of unmask what wholesaling really is to those who may not know. We're going to go over a couple deals, break them down, you know, know where to buy them at, how to actually sell them. Once you do acquire them, all types of things like that. We do a bi-weekly, uh, <laughs> I'm not checking Matt right now. No, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> I see you about to talk. Hey, so hey, keep hey just tell them that we give them all the secret sauce. There is nothing that's left. Like we tell everything. Yeah. The only thing you'll never get from us is our buyer's list. We'll tell you where to buy them at, what number to buy them at, how to find ARV. Like we'll show you everything about it. The only thing we keep close to the chest is our buyers. That's it. So on social media, you don't drop change. You drop the mic. You don't drop change. Yeah. Matt just dropped the three quarters that he had. He That's all I had. It was actually two pennies. <laughs> Not drop his mic. So that was the profit from our last deal we did. Plenty <laughs> of several guys. Send me your deals in Texas. The Thanks for coming on the show today. This was a ton of fun. I'm sure a lot of people will reach out to you on both pitches that you did. And Real Estate Rockstars, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks you, guys. All right, Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. 
Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you like, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our real estate rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.